Yo, what is up, everybody? We are back. It is Lions, Pros, and Points. I am Tyler, sitting next to Jacob right here. We've got first uh, week of Penn State football, um, over our victory over West Virginia, and some NFL Week One, and a little, uh, little fun draft for you guys at the end. So get ready, settle in, and let's have a good episode. Right. All right. So Penn State. 38-15 win over West Virginia last night. We did cover the spread. We covered the spread. 21 points. 20 and a half. 20 and a half. But we, so we won by three, we won by uh, over three touchdowns, covered the spread. Yeah. Uh, what was the over, do you know what the over under for the total score was? I do the other over under was. So. Let me see if I can find that really quick. The over under was at 48, which the we, over hit. We, we did hit the over. By so, a decent amount. Okay. So we hit the over. On, so we covered the spread, hit the over for those that are the sports betters here. Um, so that was good. Um, first, we'll want to talk about Drew Aller. So, yeah. So a lot of what Drew Aller seemed to, well, eh, what seemed to be going on with him was a lot of first start primetime game kind of just little bit of jitters going on, but he did still have a good game. Um, he went 21 for 29, 325 yards, and three touchdowns with no interceptions. He did have two ones. Well, we were going to the game, and it was a great time. Um, we will admit Drew Aller had, like, two close calls at least, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah. Well, there, there were some close calls for sure. Was, well, he had one early on. He had one first, first half that got batted, that got batted up by the D-line. And uh, and someone almost picked it off, but there was the one bad one was in the end zone. Um, I'd say that was a that was definitely one where I think he that was a little forced, but otherwise I'd say he, I say he had a pretty solid day though. He looks to be a little jitters up at first. Obviously that's first primetime start. He has had, but you could tell he was somewhat comfortable because he yeah. he's played before. Was it? This is never. This is not his first time playing at all so no he he looked he definitely settled in as the game went on yeah um his first touchdown pass where he looked like prime patrick mahomes stepping up in the pocket with his awareness oh yeah and just ripping the ball down the field to keandre lambert smith yeah and it was a great play to watch the the whole stadium went crazy at that it was great that was great we had a great time um Again, but that that first touchdown was great because they ran ran the ball a few times and then they went what it was play action play action deep shot deep shot with the crosser uh Smith had that he hit him and he put him he probably could have won a little bit more but yeah. it it was still he still put enough zip on the ball to get it downfield and that is one thing that I think he's he's got I Drew Aller is not fully the most the strongest quarterback I'd say but. Yeah. He looks to be. He has a pretty solid touch, which is a good yeah. thing. Which I think will, which we enjoyed. And he's he say he seems to be pretty comfortable in the pocket for the most part. So yeah. the offensive line wasn't doing too too much to help them last night either. There was a lot of pressure getting in, which especially for someone whose first actual start, even though he has played, it's a lot. And a common theme I saw a lot throughout. Um, he wasn't throwing with a ton of anticipation, but that that'll come in time. There's a lot of pressure on him in that game, yeah, and a whole lot of pressure on this program right now. Um, but in time, especially next week, will allow him to really get his timing right with his receivers in a game and allow him to come into his own some. But when he gets the anticipation, 
he leads a little bit better because there were a decent amount of throws that were a little bit too inside and not leading the receivers like away from the defensive backs to allow them to run up the field yeah. and get a little bit more out of the play. But that'll all come in time. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, overall, not a bad first start. Definitely good game. He had a QBR of 86, which is not over, which not bad. I think he's seen, I think he's, uh, Penn State's also got a pretty good system overall of hand the ball off, run the ball, run some play action crossers and just get people and give them a few options. He made some good reads. I liked how he went through his reads pretty well. Um, so that was pretty solid. And yeah, I mean, but for, and Penn State is typically more of a little bit of a run first offense. We did run the ball 35 times, which we'll get to in a minute for the running backs. But overall, I mean, and Drew Aller did have a, he only had one yard, but he was, he had four, he had four rushing attempts, so we'll see. But I mean, yeah. it was more just about, I think it was also because one of them, I think he got, he lost yards, but yeah, he got sacked once or twice. Yeah, so but, it is, there, there was a lot of pressure, but he was moving in the pocket pretty well, and his yeah. awareness seemed to be pretty on point, which is a good thing. That's what you want in your quarterback. So I think we, we both have, uh, we'll see how he does, progresses through this season, we'll, uh, and we'll give our analysis on it as we go each episode, but. I, I think so far pretty solid, um, and we can move on to running backs now because that's kind of the focal part of our offense. Yeah, so obviously two big ones. We have Nicholas Singleton and Katron Allen. I mean, they played pretty damn well. Uh, Katron Allen was kind of the more power back, like, gonna consistently get you the, like, few yards on like your first second down where you're going to be running the ball like that nicholas singleton was a little bit more explosive he only had a long of 14 um the west virginia defense was playing pretty pretty well last night um but he had 13 carries for 70 yards katron allen had 10 carries for 51 yards yeah both averaging over five yards a carry which is pretty good yeah um so yeah some of the stuff you like to see Fun, fun little side story. Jacob and I proceed to make a little, uh, little get little guessing game for uh, for the uh, little bet for the uh, for how many Singleton was gonna have. Cause I love Katron Allen. I mean, uh, Singleton's great, and I love both of our running backs. I've always have a little. I do have a little favoritism towards Katron Allen for some random reason. I just love watching him play, um, and just watching him run the ball. But um. It was funny. We gave what's the over under? We gave Singleton. I I said at first. I I said the first the line being seventy four and a half yards. Jacob took the over, and I took the under on that. And it was, and it, it ended up being a pretty good. I uh, ended up being a pretty good. I uh, line seeming as he had seventy. So yeah, well, it's definitely interesting to watch that play out over the night for sure. <laughs> we 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 didn't even check until later last night or. But we didn't was, check until about ten minutes ago. Actually, that is true. Either way, um, but yeah, yeah, it was fun. I think both of them did really well. I like our uh, our offense was pretty solid though. We were getting. I mean, when you run the ball like we do, obviously people are gonna expect it. But it's also like, yeah. but we run different ways. Yeah. Our left tackle uh, was he was holding the he was holding the, his own. He really was well. doing some crazy blocks last <laughs> night. But. So yeah, I think overall it was very solid. I mean, our total run, uh, we had 146 rushing yards for our team, which is very solid. So we'll see. Yeah. Wait, that's I think the good. Th I think the key for us is always being able to control the ground game 
and then open yeah. up the pass game because yeah, I mean you see it a lot in the NFL too. No, mm-hmm. I mean Allard threw yeah. for three hundred twenty-five yards. Yeah, which is but very, you, you let the run allow the pass to be opened up because yeah. they always have to respect the run, especially when you have two good running backs like this that's a, and who that's, are both threats. It's not like it's not like what you see kind of with the Browns more like like what they did last year for the last two three years with uh, Kareem Hunt. Where it's like Chubb was the main runner. Not that Kareem Hunt didn't run because they had to keep him on their toes, but more often than not, you'd see uh, Kareem Hunt coming for the passing. When which would, but when you have the ability for both running backs, and not saying that you can't run, I'm just giving a comparison there. But of like when you have both running backs that can run the ball fairly well, of getting four to five yards a carry, it was very it was very fun to see them both rip off, break some tackles, make people miss, and. I think it was over. I think overall it was pretty solid. So yeah. the receivers, especially Keandre Lambert Smith, went off last night. Four receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns with a long of 72, which I believe that was his first touchdown, was really, really good. And uh, yeah. the second touchdown was also really good. That play was really well schemed. There was a little bit of a flood on the, uh, I believe it was on the far side of the field. Yeah. Or the long side of the field, rather. Yeah, um, and then he was just... I motioned Keandre Lambert-Smith in a little bit, and then he ran a crosser to get in behind the backs, and it was just... Yeah, he took... he if That would have gone... If that was farther out, he could have run for a long ways. Now, we only we didn't have to go that far, but no. he took the top off. He basically... Drew Aller had a nice little touch pass to him. It was perfect. It was well-placed, right where it needed to be, and yeah. Smith just went up, got it, and... Yeah. We, and that was a great touchdown. Yeah, so if Drew Aller makes plays like that, I there can be some really good things coming out of this offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall, and then James Franklin had a pretty good game coach, I'd say, for the yeah. most part. No real... Yeah, there were no much, like problems. No penalties, quite, really. Either. No, penalties were actually very... I feel like would be were a minimum for us. So yeah. so, yeah. I mean, we can look real quick if we can find it. But overall, I think it was pretty... I think it was it was really solid. I don't I don't remember there being too many on a, for us. too too many penalties in so. the game overall. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had one. Actually, Penn State had one penalty for five yards. That was it. Which is yeah, I think that it was is one false start on a punt. Yeah, and we had yeah because that was the one where it was, yeah, it was, it was the punt. one punt. Yeah. yeah. So and then West Virginia didn't have too many, but five for fifty five compared to the one for five. Yeah. I think that's the big key. Penn State limits the penalty. Obviously, that's the game key for every team but we want we won pretty handily because and i think that was part of it so yeah one thing i really really want to talk about is uh that kicker well, the first kicker at least yeah. yeah um what's his name uh sander sahayadak i don't know how to pronounce that but yeah. bro missed two field goals so yeah, he he made the two extra points, but that's it. And it was it was unfortunate to watch. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could have gone into half instead of it being fourteen seven. It could have been you know twenty, 20 what twenty to seven most likely. Yeah, twenty to seven. It would have so, been so we could have been up by three scores, yeah. but instead we or two scores rather. Yeah, um, they did put in uh, Alex Falcons later, who yeah, made his, he made a field goal. He made it was a twenty five yard chip shot, but still good to know that. I, yeah, so and he one, made all his three extra points too, yeah. which are also I'm pretty sure 25 yard chip shots too. So yeah, it's like the, but either way, I think that was solid. Um, hopefully we'll see what happens next week. Maybe 
Sander can get his some confidence in himself. Hopefully, start. The problem was I think both of them went right. Is what he he mm -hmm. put he uh yeah, he shanked both. He pulled he because he's a lefty, so he pulled both right a little bit. So we'll see what uh we'll see what happens. Um, not sure what uh Penn State's gonna do for that, but yeah. either way, hopefully, goal is it basically if we can, we just need a kicker to get some decent kicks and then nail some 30 40 yard field goals and then yeah. that's the big thing if we can as long as we're not ohio state in that game against georgia i think we're fine <laughs> yes i think we're good um lastly we can talk about the defense real quick um chop robinson unfortunately i think he's seen he was a little quiet we, yeah. were, we were looking for him to hopefully make a big play or something yeah. and i know defense not like someone's gonna make big play after big play every single game but it was. It would have been nice to see. We there's a few things I know. Yeah, a lot of what I kept seeing is they kept running some option type plays. West Virginia, that is. Chop Robinson was consistently biting on the fakes, and which basically just took him out of the play. And they were running misdirections, and part of it is there's not a ton of film out there yet, um. So it's kind of hard to know what they're gonna do by just looking at the scheme and the formation that's on field. But um, I think, and I'd imagine as the season goes on, he'll gradually make a bigger impact, especially with film and being able to recognize what's going to be happening with uh, same formations and same plays that they see on film. So yeah. Delaware seems to be, uh, they were mostly, a, uh, just looking real quick, Delaware, they played Stony Brook and they won pretty well. But I feel like we got a solid chance next week. But hopefully... Uh, Chop can do something. They did. They do have a very solid run. To, uh, uh, they had 145 uh rushing yards. So, which is solid. They had one guy go for uh had 11 carries, 107 yards. With now one of them was the 53 yard, uh, run. But either way, hopefully they did throw. But they do throw the ball a lot too. So it looks like they had a lot of they had a lot of possession. So. We'll yeah. see what Chop can do next week. Hopefully it's... Uh, yeah, I think next week will definitely allow the team to settle in and um, try and get their groove uh, going into Big Ten play when they hit Illinois in uh, a couple weeks here. So yeah, we'll see what uh, we'll see what we do. Um, Chop did have a TFL, though. We had, uh, we had a few total. We had six total TFLs. We did have three sacks, though, from... Uh, we got Curtis Jacobs and then Abdul Carter, Dominic DeLuca. I don't know when these were, but um, we did have some good pressures, though. Um, so that was pretty... I, I, I did like to see that we had a few um, at the key moments, too, was the big yeah. thing. It was, like... was That was the big thing. Of, we had a few times where it was, like, a good... We had third and fourth downs where we were able to get them off the field. Yeah, so. part of it is what we're seeing is a lot... Garrett Green, the West Virginia quarterback, uh, he had 15 carries for 71 yards. Um, he just kept scrambling around. We got pressure. He just got around it. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. It's going to happen. Yeah. But we'll be better prepared for it's. Yeah. This is the, the first game of the season. I think overall it's pretty solid, but yeah. 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 And, and then... the pass defense was pretty good last night, too. Yeah, that was that was the one thing that we did. Love. No we, takeaways there, though. Sadly, no, nothing. But I think overall, we that was that was very solid. We were able to get some good uh, pass breakups. There was one or two uh, 
times where we were hoping for an interception, but it still it still worked out for us because we got the deflection at least, which is the big thing. I mean, so yeah, interceptions are nice, but if you can at least get a swat just to move to the next down or get yeah. us move force or a get field them goal, off the field. Yeah. get them off the field, anything any of that sort would be good. Um, yeah, great game. Happy Valley was uh, yeah, booming. 110,747 people in that stadium. It is the fourth largest uh, game of all time, which is it's pretty surreal to be a part of that. So Yeah, as our first game here, uh, we're looking forward to uh, some of the other big games, Michigan, and uh, that's later on in the season, but the whiteout, that yeah. should be... Iowa's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so we're looking forward to it. Um... I'd say great game, great first game for the most part. Some uh, few things to improve on, obviously, but again, but we'll see. I think we Delaware is going to be a good game for us to get settled into. Yeah. Um, we can't take it too lightly. No. But because you, you don't want to, you don't want to yourself. Under, never want to underestimate your opponent. But I still think it's a solid one. If we bring, if we bring the energy and we bring the, we can. Uh, I think have a pretty solid first. Uh, we can have a pretty solid second game too. Yeah, and then our next week it'll uh we'll go to uh Champaign to uh hopefully yes. beat Illinois that week. Yes. And I think this game will definitely allow us to just get our scheme set, make sure everything's running the way it's supposed to. Yeah. That'll be a good first Big Ten game to Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Moving on, we're gonna talk a little bit about NFL week one. Uh, just the primetime games and some implications with that, because those are the pretty high-profile games this week. And then uh, if we have time, we might go into a couple other games, but we'll see here. Yeah. So, first matchup, Detroit at Kansas City, um, 8.20 p.m. Thursday. Thursday night. First game of the year, Detroit-Kansas City. I'm actually, honestly, I'm kind of excited about it. I Detroit's been, is, I think they're a, they're stronger than, I mean, they're they keep going in, they keep coming up, making uh making runs at uh, one of my favorite things was last year when they was that they beat the Packers to keep them out of the yeah, keep them out of the playoffs. That was that one was, of my that was great. That was one of my favorite things to watch. I was really I used to live in Michigan, so I always I was a big Lions fan for a while. But I think overall we're uh doing I think that's pretty solid. I'm excited. Um. Obviously, you have Patrick Mahomes, though. That's going to be hard to stop. Um, yeah. So, uh, And um, look out for Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, in this game. is going to definitely go off. Uh, the Chiefs' corners aren't, like, the greatest in the world. They're pretty good. Um, but I think... And Amon Ross, works, he works out of the slot predominantly. Yeah. So they're not... It's That's kind of, like, one of the things that's where I think he'll... For the first... Because, was it... Is Jameson Williams out again? Mm-hmm. He was just, he was he's suspended for he, the first six games. So first six weeks, this one being one of them, I'd say you can look out for uh, uh I'd say Amon Ross St. Brown should be a weekly starter for the uh I I'd say I like him as a every week for the first six weeks guaranteed. Yeah. And then after that we're not sure. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited to see um also, what happens with Jameer Gibbs? Yes, and see him against a defense of a pretty good defense in the Chiefs, especially with that pretty solid D line anchored by Chris Jones, who should be playing. Uh, I don't believe he has his contract yet, 
Yeah. And he was holding out of training camp, but I believe he should yeah. be playing. Uh, he's the... currently listed as out, but yeah. and then... we will see how that develops over the next few days yeah. for sure. Yeah, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, two solid linebackers for them. Um, George Karloftis, uh, he was very solid. I remember watching him in college. He was very solid uh, as a second, as a, as a, he's gonna, going into his second year now. Um, hope to see more from Aiden Hutchinson uh, yeah. for the Lions. I know that's a big thing that people are looking into of mm -hmm. what's going to happen, what, how's he doing? Because, yeah, I also want to see some out of, see what Jack Campbell can do on that weak side. Yes. Um, as well as, uh, uh, what was that guy from Alabama? So Brian Branch is uh, who I want to see. Um, and uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson, he's back. Uh, he played pretty well in uh, Philly last year, so I'd yeah. like to see a little bit of him in that game for sure. Yeah. I do like Kirby Joseph as a, another as the complement to the the two of them at safety, uh, free safety, strong safety are both pretty solid and yeah, so. yeah. And I, uh, Jared Goff will probably have a pretty solid game, especially with Amonra. Yeah. Um, but I am interested to see Sam Laporta, the rookie. He yeah. Is the tight end one on the depth chart? So I would be curious to see uh, what he can do out of a. The other question is, I know we said Jameer Gibbs, but David Montgomery is... Now, he is shown as the second string, so Jameer Gibbs is starting. But the question is, we don't know, are they going by committee? or um, So that's the big thing. Unfortunately, we don't fully know that right now. No insider information for that. Um, but we'll see. Jameer Gibbs is labeled as the starter, so fantasy-wise, uh, definitely he's probably a solid start option. A little bit of a volatile thing of we're not sure where how he's gonna what his production's gonna be, um, but Montgomery's uh, might get some touches. We're not sure if he might be the goal line back for all we know. We'll have to see. We'll probably and we can. That's probably something we'll go over after when we're analyzing our week one. Um, uh, after for in one of the in the upcoming episode episode or yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited for that game. I'm just excited for football to be fully back. Yeah. I mean, this is our last Sunday without NFL, but we do got college football today. We have uh, LSU Florida State, so that, I think we will be watching some of we'll that. Watching sure. that tonight. Um, so yeah, y'all go watch that yourselves. Enjoy. Yeah. Good Sunday with a uh, Memorial Day. So Labor Day. Labor Day. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy your Labor Day. We got school off Monday, so we're we're both excited we're for crazy. that. We're we're gonna we're gonna go crazy. Anyways, yeah. uh, Dallas, New York. Yes, Dallas at New York. The NFC least, actually, not anymore though. The uh, NFC beast. The NFC East is yeah. matchup for prime time. Basically, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're both uh, pretty adamant uh, against the Cowboys. Yeah, well, that's when I personally am a. Cowboys hater. Well, when that's just me though. I just make fun of them because they're most well known for their cheerleaders more than their I uh, than their uh, football team. Yeah. But um, and the fact that they're called America's team somehow still. Either way, um, I do like the Giants this year. Um, we Saquon had a huge uh first uh, had a huge comeback year. Um, yeah. didn't win obviously comeback player of the year. That was uh Geno Smith or yeah Geno Smith. 
but um Saquon definitely made a run for it. Um he basically marked he said that he's still here. Um and we love him as a good RB one. Um I mean I think playing the Cowboys should he, he should I think he'll produce pretty well. Yeah. Um he'll do well there. He Daniel always kind Jones of produces. Daniel Jones is gonna I mean, Saquon's gonna do well no matter what mostly. Um Daniel Jones, I think, is uh, I don't think he's worth as much as he's getting paid for. Um, I know, but I do know he does do he can do well, and I think. And the big thing was they drafted uh Jalen Hyatt, so I really and I would love to see him. I remember watching him explode last year in uh at Tennessee. So we'll see yeah. what he uh we'll see. Hopefully, I do. I am I'm wishing Jalen Hyatt the best. Um, at uh, in New York, hopefully, I think that's a solid team for him, especially with Daniel Jones being, as everyone says, the uh, he is that's his deep ball is one of the better parts of his game. So yeah, so and uh, Darren Waller, the what yeah. third round pick they go up for him, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, he's supposedly been doing pretty well at camp. Plus, they have Bellinger who can come in as a backup, do some blocking, some other stuff like that. And I am excited to see this offensive line. Andrew Thomas, John Michael Schmitz, who they drafted in the second round this year, and Evan Neal. I, it's going to be a pretty nasty combo and give Daniel Jones some time to be able to make the plays, which is good. I mean, because that's the thing. They have, yeah. a, lot, they have a few deep ball guys of Jalen Hyatt being the big one. Darius Slayton is, and Paris Campbell starting Shepard. All of them, they can all make their like short routes, but they are also guys that will... They're all quick. They're all fast. Gonna take the top off if they can. Let the play develop, and then, and hopefully the line can give uh, Saquon Barkley some room to run. We know he makes he loves making people miss and breaking tackles and all of that, all that jazz. But um, we'll see. I think their offense is very solid. Um, defense not fully as sure. Kayvon Thibodeau, that's a big one. Hopefully, and Leonard Williams. Their D line actually is pretty solid. Looking at it, the Sean Robinson, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Thibodeau. Uh, yeah. Um, Isaiah Simmons now, too. That's actually a big one. With, uh, well, how, we're not sure what he how he's going to do. He, I think Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons actually did very solid for his, what, second year? Last year? Uh, I believe second year, yeah. yes. So he's coming to his third year, hopefully. Uh, first year, his rookie year was a little, uh, didn't wasn't flashy or anything. Last year, yeah, I de- you saw more of him. Uh, make a few plays here and there, get some uh, good some, some good tackles, um, everything like that. So I think this. Uh, I do like the Giants. I know the uh, we can go to the Cowboys here in a minute, but I think overall, Giants. I do think will have a good chance for uh, making a solid run this year into the hopefully the playoffs. Not fully sure. That's a potential. Um, either way, they have some good weapons. So maybe some guys. Um, fantasy wise, um, so that's what we're focusing on. Jalen yeah. Hyatt, if you want to draft him late, or like as like a little drafting stash guy, yeah, that's always that's one of the things that when you're drafting, and you go for late, always go for high upside, because if you as long as you have like some solid backups, you can go for the late rounds. Hey, these guys are going are aren't stay aren't being they're staying around on the boards for a while. Pick them up. Stash them for a few weeks, maybe see if uh, later on they can. Uh, yeah, 
Um, and moving on to the Cowboys. Um, Cowgirls, yes. This is uh, interesting. Um, obviously, Dak Prescott and Trey Lance is now a quarterback. Um, I doubt Trey Lance will have much of any impact this year. Um, if you do decide to draft Dak, Dak Prescott for some weird reason, uh, you can technically handcuff him with Trey Lance, but that's not really a huge, like upside type thing like you won't really need that um tony pollard coming off the injury from last year uh whatever he did to his ankle in the uh nfc uh the divisional round and uh cd lamb obviously gonna have a pretty big impact here um and brandon cooks who they just acquired in the offseason and gallup is another year removed from his knee injury which is good so i think all of these guys can share the load a little bit, and this offense will probably be pretty good because it generally is yeah. pretty solid until they get to the playoffs. So but the big thing is fantasy wise, very solid. This is an offense that we'll see. We'll see what Dak does. Uh, maybe if if he let, he can be a solid quarterback at least for fantasy. Mostly, he's a strictly fantasy quarterback. I'd say as long as he's not throwing interceptions. Um, which unfortunately he did multiple multiple times. Um, I would say just because of the fact that for sake of um, just for being smart and cautious at times when you have to be, um, you can take your risks here and there. Um, I we like to say uh, let Dak be the one taken by your uh, on uh, your unex- inexperienced uh, uh, league mates. Yes, let them take uh, Dak instead, or the people who the Cowboys fans the. Uh, People that are believers in him, yeah. Let him take them. The clowns, if you will. You never know what's gonna happen, but we never know. But maybe he has a great year, and unfortunately, there's only so much we can predict. Um, but yeah, the big thing I just uh, we're noticing right now is uh, looking at the depth chart. Deuce Vaughn's uh, uh, as the third right now. So yeah. we're not sure how that's gonna go. We do wish him the best, but and hope he does well. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think um, if you're going to draft him, because there are still drafts, like I have a draft tonight. Um, So I have a few on Tuesday. Yeah. So um, he's like a late round, especially in deeper leagues. If you take him like right before you take your uh, kicker and defense, that's not a bad pick. Um, It's someone with upside, especially if Tony Pollard goes down. Uh, it's someone good to have in your back pocket for sure. And if you do draft Tony Pollard, draft Deuce Vaughn, make sure you have his handcuff. The same goes with um, most of the running backs you're going to draft are going to be like the top, top guys. Yeah, You want to have their handcuffs so you're not screwed if they go down. Because yeah. running backs are known to go down. Cause... Yeah, I know. Saquon. Saquon, you got Matt Burita. Um, yeah. Not fully sure about that as much as I would just say. If you draft Saquon... He's a very good running back to have, but I would say draft, and if you don't draft a handcuff, maybe draft some other guys. Draft maybe, some safer guys later. Draft some safer guys. Maybe you draft someone else's handcuff. Yeah. Take them, because that's another strategic move if you want yeah. If you see someone of, hey, I know I'm playing, I know this is like a big thing of I want to beat this person, take yeah. their handcuff. Yeah. Maybe you be, maybe they'll, maybe it'll pan out just to give you something as a mm-hmm. potential possibility so Mm -hmm. and if saquon pans out as uh you can always have an extra you can have and but then there doesn't you always end up having an rb2 or someone you can throw in for trade value oh yeah 
Okay, and this defense. Uh, this defense is looking pretty pretty damn good. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, Micah Parsons is now officially a defensive end, even though he basically played defensive end the entirety of last year. Penn State alum right there. We saw he was at the game uh, last night. Him and Saquon were both at the game. Yeah, and Jahan Dotson and Allen Robinson. Yes, all some of the the big name uh, Penn State alum. Yeah, and Joey Porter Jr. was there as well. Yes. So we wish Joey Porter Jr. the best as well in uh, yes. his rookie season in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like this team. The Stefan Gilmore, uh, their secondary is pretty solid. Trayvon Diggs, I think we heard less from him last year, which is actually not a bad thing mm-hmm. because rookie year we were hearing a lot from him, and the reason for that being either his interceptions or the fact that he let up over a hundred yards every game. Yeah. <laughs> so Trayvon Diggs is, I think, he's an interesting corner. He is good. Um, he just tries to ball hawk too much. I think, and he goes for the interception instead of the, uh, let's just get the ball on the ground as opposed to get the ball in my hands, so. And Stefan Gilmore, definitely a good pickup. He's on the older side, for sure, but. Yeah, you get, he, I think he's a good experienced player. Yeah. I mean, Stefan Gilmore is a few years removed, but he's, he wasn't, he was a defensive player of the year. Yeah. So it's like, we gotta, we gotta remember, he was a very solid person to have, he's a very solid person to have for the young guys of Trayvon Diggs, um, uh, some of the other ones, not fully sure. Um, uh, even just like some of the extra, some of the uh, safeties, just basically anyone in that secondary. That's always a good, uh, always good to have that uh, guy in the locker room too. Yes. So I think it's uh, so I think that's a it's a very solid pickup in the sense of even if he doesn't have a crazy good year, he doesn't have to. He just has to be a little bit above average. Yeah. And then hope that, and then just have uh, the rest of these ahead, and hopefully light a fire in the rest of these guys. Because I know Dallas is always wanting to uh, make a run, and they always make it to the playoffs, but have come up short. So yeah. All right, final game we got here. We got Buffalo the- at New York. The New York Pizza Jets. <laughs> the what? Uh, uh, you know, Jets Pizza? Oh. Yeah, so, my, it's a family, it's, it's an inside joke with family. But, um, the New York Jets and Bills, Jets now have Aaron Rodgers. So, Zach Wilson is no longer the starting quarterback for, uh... Yeah, he's the uh, only other quarterback on the roster, though. Yeah, no Mike White anymore, which is a little sad, but I know we all love Mike White, so... Yeah. yeah, he's a dolphin now, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Brees Hall is actually labeled as the starter right now, with Dalvin Cook as the second string. We really don't know what that's going to be, but um, the Jets are a new look. Uh, Rogers, Cook, Michael Hardman, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Oh my God! Now looking fully looking at the at the uh, uh, Jets depth chart for the starters. I mean, their lines looking pretty solid. Elijah Vera Tucker, Mackay Becton, Lakin Tomlinson's solid Dwayne yeah. Brown just people just at least people that we I at least know which is yeah good to know good to have um because I don't follow the uh the very Jets. the small I don't follow small name 
offensive lineman, unfortunately, but I don't think many yeah. people do. He, um, he doesn't understand the value of the offensive line, obviously. I understand the value. I just don't know the names. Hey, the many. three staples of football, okay? You get a good quarterback, you protect the quarterback, and you rush the quarterback. That is fair. Um, so, yeah. But um, new look, I think they're going to have a very, I would like, I would like a piece of this offense in my fantasy drafts. If you want, I I know we both, I know, I don't know how much you are, but I know I'm very high on Garrett Wilson. Yeah, he's I'm been, pretty high on him. I was just say, I, I think he's, I know everyone, I know many people are, but if you can snag him in the second round, second, third round, if he falls to a third, that's absolutely amazing. Take him, like, please. But even if he's in the second round, and you either get, like, you're looking for a no RB or a hero RB or something. He's a very solid, I'd say he's a solid, he's got potential to break out. Um, I know there's a few other people in there, and we know Rodgers and Cobb, but there's only so much Randall Cobb can do. I mean, Rodgers loves Cobb, but, again, it's really hard if, but when you have Garrett Wilson wide open or breaking away, I think we know I mean, it looks it looks like I've seen Garrett Wilson get a score, get a few scores in here during the preseason. So yeah. he's been doing well. Um, one game he played in. Yeah, but. yeah. And then uh, the defense, um, obviously Quinn and Williams. I love Quinn. Quinn and Williams personally. They, they do have Quincy Williams, but they also have Quincy Williams. That is not who I was talking about. No, and we were not. But just the fact that it's just funny. Yeah. Um. um I'm a little curious to see what Will McDonald can do. Uh, he was their first-round draft pick. Weirdly listed as the third uh, right defensive end. Um, a little confused by that. They did actually... How that's worth... They, it looks like they don't have a backup left de- defensive end, but well, depth we, charts are a little funky sometimes. Yeah. Jermaine Johnson, who they actually drafted last year out of Florida State, is uh, is a second uh, thing. I'm not really sure what he what's happening with him, because I haven't heard much about him. So, um, we'll see what he does. Um, so, but I think, um, we have, and then Sauce Gardner is coming back. Adrian Amos, um, that's, uh, I know we all, uh, we love a little bit of, uh, Penn State action. Yes, sir. The Penn State alum there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think this is a very solid team. CJ Mosley, a little bit of another uh, veteran in that. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead as well. Yeah, good mix yeah. of uh, some young talents, some some veterans, and some veterans in there. Jets, yeah. I think I like the Jets making the playoffs this year. Um, yeah. and I'm just excited to see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Bills, obviously, Josh Allen. One of the best quarterbacks in the league should take care of the football a little more, but what can you do when you don't really have that great of an offensive line? There's only so much. Yeah. Um, yeah James, James Cook. Yes. Naheem Hines is uh, out for the season. Uh, unfortunately, it was he very... went jet skiing too hard. <laughs> yes. Um, Damien Harris is the backup. Latavius Murray is the third string. I wouldn't be too worried, though. I like James Cook. I'd say. With Naheem Hines going out, I think it's definitely safe to say I would like to see James Cook have a solid year, take on the lead back role. Maybe not have a 20, 20 plus carries per game, but I think overall, um, yeah. I think he's a, a 
I think he's a solid RB to take uh, yeah. in the mid-rounds. As... Mid-rounds, yeah. My one concern is Damian Harris. Um, he is kind of that goal line short yardage situation. Uh, that's kind of how the Patriots used him. And um, I think that could take some touchdown upside away. But um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, and then moving on to the defense a little bit here. Because uh, there's not really too much in the receiver room other than Stefan Diggs. I don't don't touch Gabe Davis. He's too boomer bust. Maybe a late round pick, but I don't think he'll ever start him. So you might as well just let the other people take him. Yeah. Yeah. And Khalil Shakir is the third string. He's not going to really have that much of an impact for your team. So. Yeah. Defense. Von Miller is still out. I don't remember what he did last season to get injured. I, something with his knee, probably. He is definitely older. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, and Tredavious White, Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde is healthy. So. So. I, this defense is looking pretty solid. Uh, I always, the line's a little funky, though. Bills always have always had have had with Hyde and Poyer. I love them as a um as a safety duo with Demar Hamlin. Hamlin is now back, so yeah, he's he's been playing. Um, he got back before Mike Thomas. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, eh, we like to have a little fun here. Um, but either way, um, and then D line Greg Rousseau Ed Oliver, um, both solid. Um, with I know we have Von Miller is listed as the right DN, but um, he's out. He's out right now. Right, but um, Greg Russell and Oliver are still are both there. Oh, he's, yeah, he's on the physically unable to play, so he's he's out for the first four weeks yeah. at least. Um, yeah, doesn't really. I think it looked like it said he he did something to his knee. Yeah, it was so. a knee injury. So, so yeah. Um, overall, this, I think the primetime games, I like the scheduling, honestly. Yeah, um, there should be some pretty damn good games to watch. So. Um, I'm looking forward to not going to go into it, but the Bears, Packers, uh, that's always a solid game to look for. Um, uh, always good game to watch, especially on opening during the day. Yeah. So. All right. We're going to move to the last section. Try and get this, this a little quickly. Um, we have... Our draft of our favorite active NFL quarterbacks. Uh, Tyler has the 101. So, so active NFL quarterbacks. Uh, first pick. I gotta say, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I gotta say, I got, I gotta go Justin Herbert for the first pick. Oh, Justin Herbert. I like Justin Herbert. We love the, uh, love the yeah. hair on that man. That's yeah. <laughs> greatest, greatest, great, yeah. Greatest, greatest flow. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Um. My personal favorite has to be my own starting quarterback, Brock Purdy. Y'all love Brock Purdy. Um, I love that man to death for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but he came in. I had no hope and somehow won every single game he started until the NFC Championship. So there is that. He did what he won the hearts of many, um, as we as as people will say. Um, all right, with the two hundred one, I gotta go, uh, Joe Shiesty as. I was I say I probably stole that from you, didn't I? I don't know. We'll we'll find out how uh how uh much I don't like that, which is not that much. I actually was expecting him to go a little bit earlier, also known as the one one. Um, for the two two, I am going to take 
I'm going to take Jacoby Brissett. Ooh. So Jacoby Brissett, a little backstory. He went to my high school, uh, which is pretty cool. So that's kind of, I have a little bit of bias in that. That's fair. But I do like Jacoby Brissett. I had some, I had Daniel Panbaker from The Flash go to my <laughs> high school. So that was pretty fun. But um, no NFL players. Either way, uh, but um, with the third pick, I got to go. I gotta say, I gotta go for the Bears player, um, Justin Fields. Da Bears. Da Bears. Justin Fields. Next, uh, second, uh, second year, gonna hopefully have a very solid year. I like drafting him. I mm-hmm. haven't had many, any of my drafts yet, but I think overall it'll be a fun. I think it'll be a fun year. For him. Yeah. So for my third pick, I'm actually gonna go Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Um, I just loved watching him in quarterback. Uh, he was so likable. He was a really funny guy. Uh, I liked him a lot in that, and so we're gonna go with that. So, All right. and then fourth round. Uh, fourth round. Uh, I'm go. I th- I think I know who I'm going. I'm going. I like to pick people with uh great hair. Uh, for some random reason. Um, well, not Fields, but more, uh, Herbert. But, um, going with the other guy with probably the longest hair I've seen, Trevor Lawrence, T-Law. Sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> um, for those that get the reference, you know, you know. Uh, we love Sun, we love Sunshine. Um, T-Law, great quarterback. I loved having, I loved watching him last year. I mean, even the year before that, but last year was just fun to see him come into his own as a, mm-hmm. and have a great, uh, productive year, and I'm um, yeah. looking forward to the Jaguars offense is a very solid offense for this kind of player. Yeah, so for my fourth pick, I'm going to take the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he is just so fun to watch. I The things he can do are just electric, uh, and that's part of why I like him a lot. I do have a little bit of resentment in him beating my team in the Super Bowl, but, you know, what, what can you do? All right, my last pick. I'm going for a nostalgia pick for me, Matt Stafford. Um, watching him all the years when I was in Michigan because everyone was Lions fans back that down there, up there, whatever. Um, love Stafford. Um, him and him to Calvin Johnson wasted some so sad because he wasted so many years in Detroit, and I was I'd always hope for better for him, and then he ended up winning a Super Bowl with the Rams. So. It worked out for him, um, but yeah, I definitely think that's got. I gotta be. That's gotta be my fifth pick because it's just a. I, I it's a nostalgia for me. So. Yeah. so for my last pick in the draft, I'm gonna take the running back himself, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's he's also pretty fun to watch. Uh, he has a unique skill set, and uh, when he's on the field, he's just really great. So yeah. And with that, that's gonna conclude the third episode of this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, be sure to check out these socials, of course, and, uh, we will see you in about a week after the Delaware game. Yeah. Y'all have a good one. We are out. Later.